I think a holistic maybe yeah. approach. Um, okay. So whether it's a retired, you know, f- couple or, you know, you're building wealth, um, it's, you know, there are not many firms that will look at their tax situation, their life situation. Um, they look at their company benefit plans, their yeah. options, you know, their the, the value of their company and kind of piece it all together to give clients a holistic view of, of what they have, where they're going, how long it's going to take them to get there. Yeah of integrating all of that i don't they're not i know there are not a lot of firms that do that no i've i've interacted with a lot of financial advisors financial planners and yeah i've never met one that has the approach that that you guys have yeah. okay guys here we are on the premier podcast powered by premier mortgage lending where we are connecting community to success all right today we are here with robin young and christina george both of north star financial planning it's a mouthful when I just rattle it <laughs> off like that. Uh, right on Range Road in Wyndham. Um, Robin, you are the president, CEO, also financial planner as well, correct? Correct. All right. Yes. We've got Christina, <laughs> who's a partner and wealth manager as well, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. And well, a welcome. CPA. And a CPA. Recovering CPA. <laughs> <laughs> so are you still not? Are you? Uh, I love to talk about taxes, but I don't put the numbers in boxes anymore. Well, that's good. It's wonderful. That's good. Okay. Yeah. You know a lot about it, but you've moved on from exactly. it. Exactly. All right. Well, that's going to help when you're when you're talking to people about all the financial planning as well, right? It sure does. All right. It's fantastic. Well, welcome, guys. Thank you for having us. Yeah. We're excited to be here. Um, thanks for the opportunity. No, of course. Of course. There's so much that people can learn about what other people do. You know, and that's why we really like doing <coughs> this, as I kind of rolled into it in the beginning, mm-hmm. connecting communities to success. What I like to do is have people on here and talk to people that have, have done a great job and have been successful in what they do so that other people can understand how you go about doing that and how they can emulate the things that, that you do so they can be successful as well. You know, everybody deserves to get a better understanding of, of how you can make that happen and be successful in this, in this life. And what I've found is a lot of times it's just hard work, determination, and, you know, educating yourself on, uh, you know, on certain subject matters. Mm-hmm. And in this case here, let's talk about what you do, right? <laughs> um, Robin, to start with you, right? What a lot of people like to know is more about the person mm-hmm. than necessarily just what you what, what you do, right? right? So why don't you start by telling us a little bit about yourself, where you came from, mm-hmm. how you got into this business, and all that good stuff. Yeah, so I um, so fiduciary, I don't know uh, if you're familiar with that term, yep. but that model of putting clients' interests first in the financial services industry, not all companies work that way, um, and a lot of people work for the financial services company and not directly for the client. And early in my years, I started working with a company like that yep. and selling product and really um, didn't sit well with me and really wanted to be um, working on the client side of the table. Um, so um, early in my career, I made that switch and being a fiduciary is really kind of the core of our business today and really um, allows me to still love what I do because every day we're helping clients kind of do the right thing with their money with no um, conflict of interest. So well, I think that's a great place for you to kind of start talking about this because mm-hmm. I've felt this way before myself, and I've had others talk to me about this, where they'll talk to a financial advisor, a financial planner, whatever it may mm-hmm. be, and they feel like they're being sold on yes. something. 
Yeah. Now that's where you're talking about. You're not, you, the way that you guys operate, you don't go with that model. That's right. We don't sell any product. Um, essentially, we're like your CPA. We're giving okay. you advice or your attorney giving you advice about your financial situation. And if we invest dollars for you, which we do for our clients, yep. um, we can pick from any investment product out there and we don't receive any um, kicks back or commission from those companies. We sure. are just aligning it with what are, is best for our client. That's great. Yeah. So, I mean, that's fantastic. I'm going to take you back like 10 steps from there. Yes. Right? Because that's awesome. That's what you're doing now. I know. How did you get into this? But that's, I know. Well, it kind of, that is really one of my first job was selling products. So yeah. when I, when you say, how did you get in? That's how I started and I hated it. Um, but, you know, then I worked in, so I looked, sought out a fiduciary firm and worked in Boston yep. um, and just loved the planning side of things. Loved working with people and helping yep. people. Um, and I guess the other, so when I think of kind of the framework of, of my career, it's the fiduciary, it's the life balance yep. of, um, as a woman, being able to um, care for my family and have a career. Yep. Both of those things were extremely important to me and being able to really excel in both of those things. Um, and when I was in Boston, I actually worked for a firm. Uh, and when I went part time, they kicked me off the partner track. Get out of here, yeah. Uh, so I left. So yeah. that in in um, when I left, I found a gentleman here in New Hampshire who had the same values as I did, yep. and we partnered 50-50 together. And that's kind of how North Star, um, where my involvement in North Star happened. Awesome. So so you so the financial planning business that you're yes. in, that's all you've ever done as like as a professional career. I mean, yes. That's cool, though. That, and that's why I'm asking, like, so how long has that been that you've been, you've been in this? About 30 years. Yeah, awesome. 30 years in yeah. this business, which is uh, amazing that I still love it yeah. and have been in the business 30 years. And partially, it's been an evolution, yep. right? I mean, the first 10 years were dollars, you know, technical. And then the next 10 years was kind of life planning and yep. helping people kind of recreate, you know, or help them see the vision of what they want uh, to do with their money. And then this last 10 years has really been about transition yep. and helping clients, you know, who are experiencing change in their life. Yeah. So it's been a learning. So we're, our whole company is very involved in continuing ed. That, well, you have to be. To, to be good at anything, yeah. you always have to be learning. Um, I found that myself. It's like if you just keep doing the same thing, you're you're going to become stale, and you're not going to you're not even going to be able to serve your clients well. Right. Um, well, that's awesome. Did you grow up around here? Did you grow up in Massachusetts? I grew up in Salem. Okay. Yep. Uh, so since I was little, little, uh, grew up in Salem, and yep. basically have spent most of my life here. Um, did move to Boston and out west for a while, yep. but uh, yes, eventually settled here with the family because yep. it's a wonderful place. Yeah, I love to it. be and live and uh, have a career. So awesome, and I, I love what you said too about the, the work-life balance. Yeah, I couldn't agree more with that. Um, anybody, for this is my perspective, who am I? But what what I think is anybody that just goes like a hundred percent at work, you're missing out on so much more. And sometimes the, the family, and even if you don't have a family, right? Even social life, hobbies, other things, by taking that that time to have that part of your life as well, mm -hmm. it allows you to be even better when it comes to to work. That's Absolutely. just the way that I, I think about it. But I, I couldn't agree more. Well, and you can't, in my, and for us, we can't take clients where we haven't been ourselves, right? right? And so if we have clients walking into our office wanting to have, use their money to have a rich and full life, yep. you know, part of it, our job is to help them, guide them to get there. Yeah. Right? And so if we're not doing that in our own life, then yeah, how do how we help them? Right. 
Yeah. It's the same thing on our side. You know what I mean? If, if, if you have a, a loan officer, a mortgage originator that's never bought a home, never gone through the process, has no idea what it's all about, sometimes it's hard for you to really advocate and you kind of direct your, your client customer in the, right, in the right direction. That's right. So I couldn't agree. Well, all right. We're going to talk about you, Christina. Super. All right. Where are you from? Salem, New Hampshire. Oh, get out of here. I didn't know you were right from Salem as well. Exactly. So you grew up here. Have you guys known each other like forever? We didn't. She's much younger. <laughs> we didn't. But it was funny. We both moved to Charlestown yep. after, um, you know, graduating high school. And I work, I started working there at Ernst & Young in, yep. in the real estate division. So I was down in Boston for years. And then when I got married and had a family, back to you the came area. Back. That's that's really the, the path of it, you know. Wow. Um, so it was a wonderful 20-something year years in yep. CPA firm and I focused on taxes and uh, worked on the real estate division which was really a lot of fun in the 80s and 90s um, but then as you just said you know the tidal wave of tax season yeah. was wonderful until I had a baby right um, and then you know uh, you really start to rethink about the 90-hour work weeks and now that baby is 17 right. so it all it all works out but I I left the um, accounting firm at that point when my son was born shortly yep. afterwards because I just was upside down trying to make everything work. Started my own little tax practice out of the house for five or six years, nice. which was wonderful and, and it suited me at that time. And then when my little one went to first grade, it was time to put on shoes and you know go back to the office. Right. And then I found Robin. Awesome. So that was 10 years ago. Mm. Oh, you guys have been together 10 years? Indeed. Oh, that's Indeed. great. And I live in Hampstead now. Yeah. And so the commute is wonderful. I promised myself I'd never drive to Boston again. Yeah. Um, and while I did love every minute of making tax returns and tax planning uh, just really looking to balance out the year in that um, you know it was too much with the tidal wave yep I've got a I've season. got a couple people that I know that are CPAs and mm -hmm. it's you know it's it's tough when you've got a four-month period Indeed. where it just never ends it's, it's just continuous it's tough on the family it's tough on everyone right you know? and, and I'm not sure that that's a solvable problem but no you, I don't think it is it, right, <laughs> if you can take some of that and translate it into financial planning because all of the investment decisions we make have tax implications yep so it really dovetailed very nicely into what we do now yeah and, and, and while it was a career shift there were there was a good bit of overlap yeah and so that's well, how I found Robin. Well, that's awesome. That's yeah. that's great. And it's funny. So you guys didn't know each other at all from Salem when no, you were no. younger? No. Well, I mean, she is much younger than me. Yeah? Yes. Don't look so surprised. <laughs> no. I, I don't know. <laughs> Well, you know? Yeah. Yes. So yeah. I thought you were joking when you first said it. I mean, no, I, no. I, don't, I don't know. Um, <laughs> yes. But I graduated in '82. Yeah. And when did you graduate high school? '89. Oh, all right. Then you're making it sound like it was like 20 well, years. No, I didn't overlap. <laughs> right. 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 Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, awesome. That's great. It's, mm. it's good to understand how everybody, you know, people have gotten to the positions you're in today. How your career mm. has evolved. Because, you know, mine has done the same thing. Anytime you talk to anybody who's, you know, kind of been doing anything for a while, right? Yeah, right? Of course, there's a lot of change and evolution, which it's it's interesting to hear. Sometimes I think that's valuable for people to know and understand, especially younger people, yes. that you don't just somehow get to this position of doing really well. Right. It takes time. And one thing that you hit on that I really like too, and I, you, you kind of referenced it as well, when you're younger, you can put in 90, 100 hour work weeks. You can go straight out, and that's the time to do it. Absolutely. Right? There's that is the, there everything. is a time to do that. Right? Yeah. You know, there's like a 10 year period. Agreed. And then that needs to slow down because 
that is not sustainable, right. you know? Right. And anybody that says that is sustainable for like a whole career, they're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because that's not a good, healthy way to live, right. you know? So, all right. So that's awesome. Thank you guys for sharing kind of your story and how you got to where you're at. Let's talk a little bit about like both of your areas of expertise. You were a CPA. So in the business now, where's your focus? Like what, how, how can you help, how can you mm. help other people? I do the financial, um, the, the tax strategies for okay. the office, and so we all work as a team, certainly. We all do financial planning. Yep. Um, uh, about 15 years ago, I went through a divorce. Yep. And so during that time, as a CPA, I should have been able to make good financial decisions for myself, yep. but I couldn't. And then, and, and I didn't know why yep. at the time. Um, and after, after going through that, I started to think to myself, if I have all this financial acumen and I still can't get through this process myself um, what must it be like to not understand finances sure. so I started to get some uh, heavy-duty training about you know financial planning with a concentration of divorce okay and so when a divorce women started to come to our office I was able to say I know it feels really unsettling right now and you've got some very big financial decisions um, but I, I promise if we break this down into small steps yep. we'll get you through this and come out the other side and yeah. so I spend a good bit of time working with the family law attorneys around yep. here and helping craft divorce settlements and then working with the clients through that period and afterwards when their life starts to begin to, to normalize again sure. and that's that's got to be hard too because it's you're you're dealing with because it's it's similar to what we do mm -hmm. in that it's we're doing a, a, a type of a business transaction but it's 100% personal yes. for the client. Right. You know what I mean? That's the same thing yes. for you guys where, you know, you're also so dealing with and not dealing with, but helping with people's emotions, helping them emotionally get through something. And so it's that kind of makes it a little bit more fun, a little bit more interesting too, so you're actually helping people rather than, than just like as an accountant, right? Regular accountant. Right. You're just doing the taxes it's just numbers yes it's far less of a transaction and more of a relationship right right yeah yeah and it, it's the same for us and as you say it's difficult but it's good and valuable work it's very rewarding it is and yep. it's um, you know to walk with people through this journey is really um, a privilege yeah it is and then in the end when you see that they are happy and they're successful and they're moving forward that's that's, that's a good amazing. feeling to have now, a question, and this may be a silly question um, that I have, just trying to better understand your business. But when you said you work as a team and you mm -hmm. do the tax strategy, mm -hmm. do you individually work with clients or are you working as a team with individual clients? You know what I mean? So would you both be working with the same client? Sometimes. Okay. <laughs> so sometimes we work as a team with an individual client. So they'll have a primary relationship manager yep. and then another person that they could call if, if I wasn't there. Let's okay. Say. And then other times we're working just one-on-one -on -one with okay. clients. Um, you know, we all have tax experience in the office. Yep. Um, but there are complicated, you know, situations sure. that arise that we pull Christina in for. So we all do the same thing. Sometimes we do it as a team, um, you know, two people. Sometimes it's one-on-one. -on -one. It just depends on um, the client, what the needs are for the client. So we pull in people as we need them. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. I was just curious. When you said we work as a team and you're like the, mm -hmm. the tax strategy one, I didn't know if, you know, it was like, okay, with the, the individual client, you focus on that side and you might Not focus really. on another area. Okay. Yeah. All right. Not, not as much, but... Right. 
Yeah. Sure. There are five advisors at Northstar, and so anybody who picks up the phone can help a client. Yeah. And we all know each other's clients. Yeah. But, um, having that one-on-one relationship is so very important. Yeah, probably because then they really want to build a level of trust with you as well. That's right. I would assume, you know. And just like here, right? Yeah. One person may be really good at uh, self-employed income, you know, calculating self-employed income for borrowers. Well, I'll go grab that person if I have a question. Yeah. So it exactly. sounds like the same type exactly. of Exactly. Same type Why of model. wouldn't you lean on your team, right? Yeah. I mean, like anyone super successful always says, you get the, the, the people that are best and, mm-hmm. and utilize them. That's right. You can't figure it out on your own. Mm-hmm. That's what the point of having a team. You got so, it. So, all right, awesome. So that's kind of your area of expertise is with, you know, folks that are getting divorced and kind of navigating them through that process. It is. All right. Robin, where's your, your real strong area or where you think you can help people the most? Yeah, so I have developed a specialty in helping widows. Yep, okay. Um, it is, is one area. Um, and I call it a specialty because it's yep. really hard when to, to help someone when they're such an emotional state. Yeah. Uh, and they're um, very vulnerable at yep. that point in their life. Um, so they're making big financial decisions, very similar to a divorced person, mm-hmm. um, at a time when they're the most vulnerable. Um, so having someone that they can trust, so making them feel safe right. and um, taking them through that step by step is um, something that they really need rather than having them make decisions. Right. You know, often, you know, they're, they're expected to make decisions about their investments or about housing or um, the, any multitude about their taxes, right? But they don't. They, they don't know how to prioritize, they're overwhelmed, they're stressed. Yep. And so just being able to walk with them and help them feel safe and prioritize and get through that is, yeah. is a big part of what I do at the office these days. Yeah, that's gotta be, uh, it's gotta be a lot, right? Emotionally, I think it would be. I mean, I'm kind of an emotional person, so like that would, I would, I would think that would be a, a, a lot to, to carry. Same thing with it, people getting divorced, though, too. It can be heavy, but yeah. it's a privilege. Right. It, it, really it, is. it is. And I'm not even saying that in a bad way. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that it, that's that's got to be a lot. I think that needs to be acknowledged, too. What you guys are doing isn't just, you know, going to work and crunching numbers for people. It's a little bit more than that, you know. And I think that's that's something that deserves a lot of credit, too. And that's how you get to the, the point of being successful in, in your business mm-hmm. by taking on that that extra weight and doing something that's challenging. That's not easy. I think a significant part of the skill is really knowing uh, what the client is ready for and translating financial concepts into you know workable steps for them yeah. because the financial industry loves to speak in jargon right, right? And, and, right. and everyone comes away with alphabet soup and they don't know what you know was just talked at them yeah. and really translating financial concepts for clients so that they understand where they're at and where they can go, what their decisions will uh, yield in the future. If you agree to this, it looks like that settlement in five years. And really breaking it down into actionable items. Yeah, probably a matter of like really simplifying, right? (laughs) But it is a skill. Um, I I think managing clients with grief is a Mm. skill. And I've spent the last 10 years studying how to do that. So it's not like... Because um, I actually didn't know how to help someone when they walked into my office when they were widowed at right, first. Right. So I felt like I could answer some of their financial questions, but I wasn't able to help them feel better. I wasn't right. able to help them build their confidence and 
um, get through the grief. Yep. And really, as because it's a relationship and we're yep. working with these clients over the long term, I wanted to be able to help them more. Yeah. And so we, the whole office has been trained through the Financial Transitionist Institute, which is a study of how to help people navigate change. And it's a whole framework of when someone walks in your office, how to help them. Like, Interesting. I was going to ask that when you said yeah. continuing education, like yeah. what is that? So there's an actual institute that can help you learn those skills? That's right. It's oh, wow. essential. Yeah. to do this work. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I didn't know that that even existed. It's so that's, very cool. But again, it goes back to, you know, yes. for people learning anything, right? You need to right. continuously be learning, continuously right. trying to get better. You know, and by doing that, you can help others. By helping mm-hmm. others, you'll be successful, they'll be successful, and then you'll just feel better in the end, right? Exactly. Well, that's like super interesting stuff. I really didn't know, and that's why I wanted to talk to you guys more so than just... You know, because we first met a few weeks ago when I came in your <laughs> office, and I could tell by the way that you approached, you know, when you talked about being a fiduciary. Mm-hmm. Um, and most people don't know what that means, so I'm glad you explained that from the mm-hmm. beginning. I know what it means just from yeah, being, being in, the in, in the business, but most people don't. And I think coming at it with that approach mm-hmm. is what probably sets you apart from, from most and gives people a level of comfortability with working with you guys. We think so. Yeah, and I can tell you too, just from walking into your office and meeting with the group of you and meeting again today, I would definitely feel comfortable recommending people to come talk to you, you know what I mean, and and, and get help from you. Obviously, you're two very smart women that know what you're talking about. You've been doing this a long time, and I think a lot of people could learn from you. Mm -hmm. Um, What else should people know about you either personally or professionally that, you know, where else can you bring them value? Um, I think our holistic maybe yeah. approach. Um, okay. So whether it's a retired, you know, f- couple or you know, you're building wealth, um, it's you know, there are not many firms that will look at their tax situation, their life situation. Um, they look at their company benefit plans, their yeah. options, you know, their the the value of their company, and kind of piece it all together to give clients a holistic view of, of what they have, where they're going, how long it's gonna take them to get there, yep. kind of integrating all of that. I don't, they're not, I know there are not a lot of firms that do that. No, I've, I've interacted with a lot of financial advisors, financial planners, and yeah. I've never met one that has the approach that, that you guys have. Yeah, it's disappointing, um, it's, isn't it, it? It is, but at the same time, it's like I talk to people all the time that tell me about all these other mortgage guys that they talk to that, screw things up all the time and say they can do this and can't and unfortunately in any business you have the people that are are really good and usually those people have the the interest of other people in, in front of theirs and then you have everybody else who really only cares about themselves mm-hmm. and i you were, i couldn't tell you how many times i've had clients call me up and tell me that a financial advisor told them to do a cash out refinance mm. to give them all of the equity in their house so they can invest it. Oh boy! And I'm like, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. <laughs> you know, that, that, I don't. I, I mean, and I don't. I don't want to ever step on anyone's toes. I'm not the financial advisor, but I'll yeah. just tell them, hey, maybe you should uh, have a longer but discussion. There's a conflict of interest. That's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That doesn't really make sense to me. That's a great point yeah. that you brought up. You know, working with other advisors and you know creating a team mm-hmm. um, because, as you said earlier, the, your team in-house. Not everybody knows everything, and right. working with the estate planning attorneys and um, the mortgage lenders and the the client CPA because we don't prepare yeah. taxes in-house. It just provides for a much better experience for our clients, and I think being able to collaborate with other professionals yep. um, on the client's behalf is a huge value to them. Yeah, I couldn't agree with that more. Right. Um, again, I, I always 
look at things from what we do too. Yes. And I do the same thing with real estate agents, closing yeah. attorneys, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And I know the good ones and mm-hmm. I know the people that I do recommend to other people. Sure. And you, you, you try to find a nice little team for your clients so they can know that they're in good hands all around. And I think that's awesome. I think that's, you know, yeah. always what the, 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 the benefit and, and the um, kind of the, 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 the best interest of the client in mind and everyone's going to be, be successful. Absolutely. Oh, and that's really what brought us to you and yeah. how we met is your process with our clients um, was so seamless yeah. and um, straight from sort of quoting an interest rate through the whole pre-application process, applying, and then through the closing was amazing. So. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. It's, it's, yeah. it's been a, a long time. Uh, I've been doing this almost 20 years, mm-hmm. and it's been me continuously trying to perfect it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what uh, my wife and I run the company together, me and Nicole, and we're, we're always looking at how can we make it better so the end experience is going to be better for the buyers, the sellers, mm-hmm. the, the homeowners, the real estate agents, everybody involved. You know what I mean? And by doing that, in the end, it just it, it comes back to us and yes. get more referrals and people are happier and, and all that good stuff. So I think if people always kind of put that yes. in the front of their mind Client and say, okay, first. everybody Absolutely. else first. Yes. If you put everybody else first, in the end, you're going to be happier yourself anyway. Mm-hmm. And it's not like a selfish, let's put everybody else first. It's let's genuinely mm-hmm. put everybody else first and in the end everyone will be happy and i think that's the way more people need to not only operate in business but in life as well Agreed. you know if yeah. you kind of go at it with that mindset then everyone's gonna be happy yeah it's yes. so much better when everyone's happy you put out into the world really it comes around all right i'm gonna throw something out at you right when you said that <laughs> have you guys ever read the book the secret sure all right well i read it like twice a year mm-hmm. right it's all about like the power of positivity yeah. um, and what you put out. Yeah. And I couldn't believe in, in that sentiment more. Mm-hmm. The energy you put out is going to come back to you no mm-hmm. matter what. It might not be today. It might not be tomorrow. Right. But if you put out negative vibes into the energy in, into yes. the universe, it's going to come right back around. So live positively, good, be good to people, mm-hmm. and in the end, you'll have a good life. Be in it for the long game. And it's simple. Isn't it simple? <laughs> it is. And it it's really e- is. much easier to Do live that right way. Do the right thing. Right? That's it. All right, so well. Yeah, thank we you. agree. Yeah, <laughs> we're on board. Yeah, I love yeah. it. You know, I say that stuff. To some people are like, "All right, what's he talking about?" Um, but yeah. I, I couldn't believe it more. You know, it's, it's what it's all about. I actually have a stack yeah. of. Uh, I order to give them out. Yeah, I've got like twenty of them on my desk right now. Mm-hmm. And anytime we have like a new employee or a mm-hmm. new client comes in, I'm like, "Hey, you read this? Read it. You know, it's really mm-hmm. good." Um, well, it's th- culture, right? I mean, you're yeah. trying to build a culture of giving and being good to each other as a team, as a company. And it's just a positive message. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, how can you go wrong right. with that? Well, ladies, thank you so much for coming in. I appreciate it. I think you guys gave a lot of knowledge that people can learn from. I hope people get a good understanding of, of what you guys do. Um, how can people get in touch with you? So, we have a website, website okay. uh, northstarfp.com. Okay. So, F is in financial, P is in planning.com. Okay. Um, they can call us. We're in Wyndham, uh, North Star Financial Planning. Um, we're you know, uh, 603-458-2776. Okay. Right. <laughs> and, and if they're hanging around Griffin Park, we're directly across the street. Right across the street. The white building directly across you from it's the park on Range Road. Location. It's a yeah. beautiful building. Yeah. It really Thank is. You, you. you did a great job, and I was never in it before, but it looks like it's been 
remodeled and redone it, it looks awesome i need it, someone to do my christmas decor this year outdoor <laughs> if you know of anybody i do i do i'll give you a couple numbers when we, when we hang up but thank you guys so much it was a pleasure thank can't you, wait Mike. to do more business with you we can I help know. each other grow Excited we can help other people that. be successful so this that's was it fun. thanks yeah. for your time thank you guys thank you.